and y'all thought that this season has been crazy so far. Welcome to week seven, y'all. You think you're feeling lucky? Trust me, it, we are just getting to the tip of the iceberg. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to cover, right, Rex? That's about to happen on a Thursday instead of a Friday. Understandably, a lot of teams moving up due to weather conditions, but let's get right to are it. Are you ready for Thursday night prep zone? That's next. This is a prep zone preview. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. And what's up and what's good, everybody? Welcome into the Prep Zone Preview presented by Ken Nugent. I'm Jack Patterson. That's Rex Castillo. And Rex, we have a saying around here that there's never a dull moment around these parts. And week seven is the epitome of that. Thanks, Hurricane Ian. Yeah, it looks like a lot of teams are moving up their games up to Thursday instead of Friday. Understandably so because of the situations with the weather. Want everyone to play football, but we want everyone to play football safely. As of right now, it looks like everything is moving up to Thursday at, at the I most think recent count. At 19 games. 19 games and counting, but uh, that's going to happen on a Thursday night. Now it's a matter of let's see what we can do. And Jack and I have been, uh, you know, whiteboards aren't enough paper. We need we don't have enough paper to to, to chicken scratch devices. and tell your device. I don't know, man. Either way, though, great matchups on week seven. We have great matchups when they're going to be playing. We have no clue, but this do- week, this week is all we know. Yeah. That is all we know. Sometime in between Thursday and night. Yes, Saturday. Maybe even Sunday. I mean, well, I don't. I've never seen a high school game played on Sat on Jack, Sunday. I am. I am also for spreading out the wealth right now. So so am I. So let's, let's uh, make it all happen. So let's start. I guess in town. Sure, we're all over the place right now. We'll start in town. The Spencer um, Green Wave hosting the Jordan Red Jackets at Memorial Stadium. That game is on Thursday night. That game I think was always on Thursday. It night. was. So that game on Thursday night at AJ McClellan Memorial Stadium. And the Spencer Green Wave already off to a really good start in that region. You know, you know they stumble in the non-region part of the schedule, but two and zero so far in that region and. They are at the top right now, tied with, I want to say, Northeast. That And, you know, Jordan, on the other hand, they are looking to j- get anything going. Ton of, a ton of talent with the Spencer Green Wave. We knew it was a matter of time before guys like Eric Gaither would get going. Tyson McDaniel, just dominant on the gridiron as he is on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. For Jordan, we knew that the growing pains would be there. We understood that uh, Cadell Jenkins was the right guy. He has the right attitude, and all the kids have the right it attitude. It takes time. This is the grow. This is the biggest part of that pain when it comes to the growing pains they're young there's not a lot of red jackets but there's a lot of enthusiasm look there has to be something said for at least putting on the pads and going out to play agreed but there has to come a point where these kids have to just deal with the growing pains and take your lumps it look it is what it is guys you're you're outmanned you're outnumbered at a lot of these games but if you this is a testament of will and i think that the red jackets are passing that test with flying colors absolutely i just hope they find the end zone soon i don't know what they did last week okay well i hope hope they find the end zone again um spencer though a really tough team and i think spencer is a team that can play up to their standard and that's a really high standard right now and actually a team that yes low out of the gates didn't think we didn't, you know, maybe the expectations were like, maybe we expected a little too much out of them. Mm-hmm. Gary Gaither's still a dude. Tyson yep. McDaniel becoming an absolute Tony problem. Montgomery has been fantastic. So a lot of these year. basketball guys don't mind getting physical on the football field. Yep. I think that's a huge, huge asset. And as we've mentioned, I think we've talked in stories before, the championship mentality of winning a state title in a different sport, you are hungry for that kind of success. It translates. And football, in a football state, in football times, that is helping them tremendously. So I'm really excited for what the Green Wave can do. 
I think Spencer wins this game pretty one-sidedly, but use this momentum to get you ready for the rest of the region. It's like I told you, man. I really do think that Spencer is a contender to win this region. And they have already, you know, started to put together a good region slate for them. You know, I would agree with you. I think Spencer wins this game. You know, if they can continue to build this momentum, you know, I think they're a dangerous team come back in October and November. It would be really interesting to see how just how far they can go. Um, I mean, when we talk about growing pains, Joe Kegler was there. He put his system in last year, and now we're seeing the fruits of that, uh, the the fruits of that work come out now. And we know, and I, I don't think it's talked about enough how good of a coach Joe Kegler is. I mean, absolutely. And, he, you know, he's in a right situation now. He's with a system and with a with a school and with kids that he that trust him and understand who he is and what he wants. He's a very – when you talk to him, he's very much a, a football coach. On yep. to the next thing. On to the next game. Worry about the next game. Try and go 1-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear that a lot, but but it's working. Exactly. So I think what he's built at Spencer right. is working. And I have to say, in in the Heritage Bowl, where we thought Carver would run all over the Green Wave, the Green Wave stood up and punched back. So maybe that there it could come a time where the Spencer Green Wave turned the tide a little bit in that rivalry game. And you know, now I believe you that this could be a, a region champion. Yeah, I really, I I still have high hopes for this team, and I really think that this is just another step on their way to potentially being a contender come November. All right. So let's go up to LaGrange, LaGrange Grangers. Also a Thursday game. This is still a Thursday game. This was always a Thursday (laughs) game and uh, LaGrange Grangers hosting Riverdale. And this is another big region matchup, but, um, LaGrange, obviously, man, you know, we've Out talked the top to, 10 right now. We've right talked now. about this murderous row of a region. Very right? much so. Okay. And you know, the fact that they lost to whitewater by eight stars mill by one. Okay. So it's not like they're, you know, are playing bad football. They're not playing bad football, but it's just the nature of this region. It's a one possession game. And they're, they're, they're one possession away from being two and zero in this region. And now they're of being right there. With right Troop with County. Troop. And now they're 0-2. They're 0-2. They're, they're at the bottom of the region. Well, and not at the direct bottom. North right. Clayton holds that spot. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is now a must-win game. And that's what's crazy. You mentioned at the beginning of the season that LaGrange, as good as they played, just because it's two possessions didn't go their way, they are not a playoff team. If you want to sleep on LaGrange, the rest is on you. This is a team that's dangerous, that's hungry, mm-hmm. and now you just pissed them off. So I think LaGrange is a team that is just a sleeping giant. Yes, there's maybe some youth that needs to be figured out. There's some there's some experience and some bumps in the road that need to that need to be tightened up a little bit. You see you see some of those errors, whether it be um, you know mispossessions. We saw some turnovers against Stars Mill, uh, some uncharacteristic turnovers. But this is a team that if they they need to, fi- I think the sense of urgency is there because you're getting to a point now when you're owing to in the region. Man, you got to make up ground. Yeah, you got to you got to put make some up wins together. Back. And so by put putting some wins, put some wins together. And now the good news is Riverdale's still a good squad. Riverdale is still a good squad, but you've gotten part past part of the toughest part of the region schedule. Absolutely. Now they still have Trinity Christian and Troop County to go. <sighs> wow. But you still have an opportunity. If you can get a win over Riverdale, right. you're going to get a win over North Clayton. They're the one team in that region that did not make the playoffs last year. Right. So if you can get those two wins, you're back at 500. And unfortunately, I think you're getting to a point now where your destiny's not in your own hands. Exactly. That, unfortunately, it is what it is. Flush but it, move on. Somebody was going to be in this position going in. And now I think LaGrange has the, the dudes to fight out of this position. So I'm and, really excited to see that Matt Napier's a guy who's going to come up with, we know that he's going to come up with a good plan. Mm-hmm. Now it just comes down to execution. Again, you're down, it's two possessions. That's really it. it. That's it. That that And I think 
that's the beauty and the just the. It's a blessing and the curse of the and region. The, exactly. The blessing and the curse because of this entire region. If those two possessions come out the other way, we're talking about LaGrange right up there where Troop has state title contenders. Right. And right now, Troop does look like a state title contender because Teo Todd does things that no other human can do on a football field right now. Agree. <laughs> but at the same time, LaGrange is still a very good team, a very dangerous team. And, you know, I don't know, but, you know, we got a long way to go. You know, we're only halfway through the regular season. We still got a lot of region to go. We still got a lot of October to go. So, I don't want to be a team that might have to host LaGrange in the first round. No, I I would absolutely not. They're a dangerous team no matter where they go. Really interested to see how they can get get their uh, playoff positioning fixed. It is week seven. I understand that we're right in the middle of it, but again, October is right here. Then November comes, and then here's December. So, Mm -hmm. again, that's how the calendar works, people. But I think this is a team, If the sense of urgency is already there, and Riverdale is the first hurdle. Absolutely. Now, let's go to Class 1A, Rex. Yes, sir. And these two teams, man, oh, man, Chatco and Sly County. Mm-hmm. Now, Chatco coming off a tough loss against Manchester last week, a 14-7 game, just a real physical game. And, you know, it's kind of a hallmark of what those uh, the kind of style that those two teams play. And then you got Sly County who got back on – who's kind of bounced back after a tough start to their season. You know, they were, you know, ranked number one at one point. Now they're out of the rankings. Right. But – they're seemingly getting things together at the right time as they head into region play. This is a big matchup. And I, what I love about these two teams, again, these are teams that could definitely be in the conversation for region champions. Manchester's just playing on another level right mm-hmm. now. Shout out to Coach McKenzie. And talking to the players out there, they say that it's really hard playing for Coach McKenzie. But he knew what it was, what he walked into. And he, you know, he was very gracious to Coach Coffee about what he built there. But Coach McKenzie was a guy who wasn't afraid to you know, take the mantle. Now, you're running into a Darren Oliver team. I've used the term sleeping giant before. This is the same thing. This, this is a team that just beat Macon County 28-7 to last week. Right. And they were the number one team in that, in that classification. So, I mean, look, you can't take Sly County lightly. If, Lord almighty, Jack, if they were just a little bit closer, it could, be, it could have been our game of the week. But we, we're going to talk about that later. It's a contender for game of the week. I love what these two teams bring to the table. It's either going to be... You either slow down, you try to do what you can to slow down Sly County, but Chaco has so many athletes, they're just as explosive. But Jay Kanazawa is just smooth. Yep. Just smooth back there, has a ton of weapons, knows how to direct traffic. One of the better quarterbacks, I think, in West Georgia, who's, you know, sleep on him if you want to, the rest is on you. And you keep talking about the rest of the weapons. Talk about what the Wildcats bring to yeah, the table. Yeah, Jalua Solomon. You're talking about Jay Catazawa, how smooth he is. His go-to guy is Jalua Solomon, right. who's getting a lot of looks from different colleges Outstanding. Around, around the area. And then Zayden Walker, the brother of Zykevius, who's at Auburn. It, he is a cheat code. He's like his brother. Just find him. Just find him and give him the ball. Is is not not only offensively but defensively. Wreck you got to worry. You got to worry about him on both sides of the ball. Right, and that is a problem if you are trying to figure out if you're playing against Sly County. And I, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, a little behind the scenes here, because Ellaville is a little further away from the station than you know, just just ge- just geography wise. But at the same time, Jack and I had times fight over who gets to cover a Sly County game because there's Absolutely. so much fun. That environment is outstanding. Absolutely. So. Friday nights in small towns in Georgia or East Alabama are just special, mm-hmm. and the town shows out for the Wildcats. Absolutely, and no doubt it will be an electric atmosphere on Thursday night, and this is another game that, that's been moved to Thursday night, and uh, Rex, you drew the, drew the short straw this week. I got this game. Yeah, you know. 
Maybe maybe down the line in the playoffs, we'll see what happens. But you know that that's exciting. Ellaville always a great environment. Can't wait to see what happens. Absolutely. Let's bring it back to Columbus. The Calvary Christian Knights. This game also moved to Thursday. They are hosting Community Christian. Right now, Calvary hitting their first big test of adversity last week. Heritage. I mean, um, a friend of the program, Chip, uh, Coach Chip over there, and Jaden Mason is an outstanding athlete. The only thing is when people lock in on Mason, mm-hmm. it's really hard to run against 11 guys just finding the ball. So no no discredit to Jaden Mason. If anything, that's kind of a compliment. What, yes. What's the defensive game plan? Stop him. The problem is stopping him. Now, I think it comes to a point where Calvary needs to develop that depth. but An air attack, screens, something else. But here's my thing is that I feel like to play a team like that, yeah. Remember, this is a gap scene going against a GIAA team right. last week, and it's a good pl- test. It's a great test, you know, because you're not gonna find talent that Heritage has at that level, right? It's, it's look, it's just the availability of the talent. It is what it is, and I really think that even though they lost, I think it was sixty-two to twelve, right? I think that game is going to pay so many dividends for Calvary Christian. It's not, and I think that you're right too, it's not just give the ball to Jaden and everyone take a break. Everyone needs to be on the same page now. Mm -hmm. Heritage is a good team at that level. And if you take that experience to gaps, like you said, pay dividends because when he gets to the playoffs, to those first and second rounds, or even the championship game, if they get there, everyone needs to be on their P's and Q's. You can't take a break. So I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, so I really think that, you know, a lot of people were kind of surprised by the outcome last week, you know, but I really think that that, you know, that loss, you know, if there's ever such thing as a good loss, especially a a loss like that, I think there's so many lessons you can take from a game like that. Absolutely. So let's take it over to Alabama where Rex, the Borgard Hornets, are still undefeated. If you're asking if they're legit, your questions have been answered. I saw this team not only – we've seen this team not only put up tremendous points but win really gritty games. That Tallahassee game, Jack, I think it was a turning point for them because then you go to the vet, play Charles Henderson, another really good team in that classification, and win in a tough environment. Also, sidebar, the vet, one of the best uh, stadiums in college football. Shout-out to the Troy Trojans beating Marshall. Backing over here. Now, I will say Beauregard is a team that has depth. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. And they're just so committed to the idea of something bigger than them. That the blueprint, when you chase that, when you have buy-in on that, it's tremendous. And I'm so happy that Beauregard, let's be honest, who's been in the shadow of a very successful Opelika Bulldogs program in the same city, it's their own identity now. Hornet Stadium is jumping. Again, you know, we we haven't seen this. Well, you weren't here I know, so this is my next question. Is this... Similar, or at least in the same ballpark of that state. This is the best team since that state championship team. Okay, so we're looking at a special season right now. We're not saying it's going to end in in Jordan-Hare Stadium. What we're saying is there is a potential that, like, we would not be surprised. This is the best team they've had since LaDamian Webb was running wild on that field. That's outstanding to hear. You you talk about a guy like Chris Gamble, who's such a tremendous playmaker for them. Then that offensive line, disciplined together, their quarterback making tremendous plays. Defensively, they swarm, and it is amazing. So Justin Jones is a guy, again, tremendously fiery, has a a great sense of humor. We see it at, at, at media days. You saw the first season, like, ugh, okay. Growing pains. Growing pains, but... You know, is this a guy who's all sizzle and no content? No, Justin Jones is a guy who who has absolutely brought new character, new mindset, new new dog mentality out there. So, and you need that, and you need that, especially at, at, at that, this level at that kind of school. 
because you're split. You're splitting talent with Opelika. And well, it's, well, not only Opelika, but you got to remember, there's just so many, so many great schools. You got Opelika out there. You got Lee Auburn Scott. out there. Lee Scott. You got uh, even on the back end. You got Lochapoca. So you got so many talented schools that are in that area. But now iron sharp. Iron is sharpening iron, and I'm really excited to see what can happen next. Yeah, and I mean, this is the turnaround that that program needed. Right. And look, everyone in that game too against Tallahassee, everyone was locked in on the crowd and. They, they had some big moments to roll the dice on a fourth and one from your own 20, I think 20 plus to, for the go ahead touchdown that took courage that took fortitude. And I can tell that you are look, very family caught. friendly program, people <laughs> family friendly. So to have that kind of fortitude, it, it was impressive to see because we don't know if other teams had the talent to even do, do that. But Justin Jones, tr- that showed me that Justin Jones trusts his guys and the guys believe in him. That, as corny as it might sound, people, the absolute key to success at the high school level. Absolutely. And now we're getting to the point where they're racking up region wins. So now, yeah, I think the Charles Henderson win was like, oh, both teams undefeated going into that matchup, too. It's like, so oh, okay. I think we got to start talking about, especially if they win this game. They're Against playing Silicaga. If they win this Did I game. Did right, by the way? Yes, you spelled that right. Hey, I'm proud of you. to win. So if, so if we get to that point where they beat Silicaga, I think you got to start talking about the Hornets as region title contenders. Well, let's see what happens next. But again, it's the next game. It's the next test. And we'll see what happens. I'm really excited to see what happens there. Still trying to figure out the game plan for who will be there. We're doing our best to get our, a camera out there, though, guys. Absolutely. And I made a mistake. I jumped the gun. We got one more Georgia game that we need to talk about. Except that. And that is going on in Meriwether County as the Manchester Blue Devils, who just keep on winning. That's all they do, man. And they got a big test as they got Macon County coming to um, Memorial Stadium up there. And, man, I can't – what – I, I, hang on, I've got to pull this note up because uh, our friends at Georgia High School Football Daily sent this out this Tremendous morning. publication, by the way. Thank you for everything that you do, Georgia High School Football Daily. Yeah, so they had a stat about Manchester's offensive line. Right. So I want to give these guys credit because we love the big guys on the Who don't get Don't get enough credit and, and, act, and as many people have said, the actual true athletes on the field. So Ty Cruz, Omarion Brown, Cameron right. McInvale, Jaden Ravel, Octavius White, and Justice Terry, who's the guy that you seen, the Manchester player that you seen all go viral last year for just the unit that he is. Right. So they created, they um had 412 rushing yards. Manchester had 412 rushing yards last week over Chaco. Wait, in one game? That's what this says. And then they are averaging this season. 353 rushing yards per game. What? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at the phone again. What does this tell me? Manchester controls tempo. Manchester controls physicality. Manchester controls your life if you try to go up against that offensive line. And what they are doing. 300 plus rushing yards, Jack, does not happen with big guys blocking the ever-living soul out of their opponent. That's amazing. So... Needless to say, when you've got a squad like that... You're rushing against a wall, is what you're telling me. Like, literally, line up against a wall, and you'll have a better shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, it's essentially... That success, that... In, we, we called our, we called our like, pre, uh, preseason series in the trenches. You win with that. Exactly. And My that, goodness. And it's no wonder why Manchester's been winning. When you because have they have that. a wall. They have a wall protecting their quarterback in their backfield. That's amazing. 
It's pure insanity, Rex, especially at the 1A level. So, y'all, for for you young gentlemen at Macon County, I'm sure you're wonderful young adults who have a bright future. Bring your lunch, bring your bring your hard hat, y'all. Mm-hmm. Get ready for a physical, get the bring your hard hat and get the ice baths ready. It's gonna be a long yeah, day. It, and it, I think this is just what Coach Holmes has created at Manchester in just a short period of time. You know, it's, it's incredible what it's he's really, doing. And like I said, the Blue Devils just keep on winning. And that, I mean, that that's what really surprised me against the Chaco game. We saw that Chaco had tremendous explosive weapons, but when you control the line and you control and you control time, you win football games. So it doesn't have to be pretty. This is old school big boy football. And hey, look, you line up against me. God bless you because you just wore the wrong jersey today. Mm-hmm. That is outstanding stuff from Manchester. Great find on that one, Jack. Well, you know, like I said, we got to give credit to our friends at Georgia High School Football Daily who they are a huge help for us in our preparations. See what you, the- I see what you did there with huge. Big yeah. people. Big yes. folks doing big things. You know I'm really good with the puns, <laughs> Rex. So now let's keep uh, sending it back over to Alabama. And the Central Red Devils going on the road. This game also moved to Thursday right. as they take on the Dothe Wolves. Wolves. And, I, man, there's so much that needs to be said about Central's performance against IMG last Friday. That Tamari and Parker can also play on offense. TJ Parker's a freak athlete. That should frighten everybody. I would think, though, when IMG... Look, IMG won the game, and I think that's a that's just a tremendous testament to what IMG is bringing there. I mean, look, everyone's a four-star and up. I mean, Car- Central, you had to block guys who were going to the po- like legit Power 5 schools. Ohio State commits, SEC commits, Big Ten commits. They're all over the place. Central, though, forced turnovers. They forced they forced three and outs. Tamarian, excuse me, TJ had probably the best start to a game that I've ever seen. Not only catching an 86-yard touchdown because he's a four-star DN catching passes now. On the very next play, he got a sack. And I'm just like, okay, TJ's setting the tone now. I mean, the only, thing he, only way he, that could have been better if he stripped him and took it to the house. Exactly. Which, by the way, they have they forced several fumbles of IMG. I think what Central did now, Coach Nix called IMG like this is a tremendous opportunity, but it's only meant to get us better for the rest of the season. If I'm IMG right now, I, I can look across the field. Jalen Epps looked like an abs- like He looked like a completely different he quarterback. He had his best game. He had his absolute best game, and I know Carmelo brings a lot to the table. He lined up in, in running back. He had, he had great catches. He had a catch that was good on Sunday against that IMG defense. IMG, look, you blind them up in any state, in any league, they're winning the state championship. They're just that good. But what Central showed is we can keep up. Exactly. Now, depending on four quarters, but now, if, if I know my dudes can bring the fight to IMG, and these these boys were gassed up, y'all. If my dudes can bring the fight to IMG, I don't care who else is lining up. It could be it could be Hoover, Thompson, Auburn High, Opelika, whatever. We're ready to go. And you got a bunch of dogs now on Central. I think this was a tremendous amount of growth for Jalen and for everyone else not named Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo English. Like, that wide receiver core is deep, and it's ridiculous. I, I forget the, the young man's name. But he caught a pass. It was like a curl pattern. It was supposed to be an eight-yard gain. He dragged like four IMG defenders with him to like the five-yard line. That's a guy I can win with. That's a guy I can go to war with. That's a guy I can win a state championship with. Really excited to see what IMG can do. Dothan, though, one thing we know about Class 7A, Jack. We know nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, y'all, look, you're going to Dothan, They have and they have everything to gain with, with this win. With a, this potential win on Thursday, but Central's going to be ready. If you want to wreck, cause even more chaos in there, win, region, yeah. See what happens. I mean, we we've already. I mean, this region is already delved into 
unadulterated chaos. So if you want to cause more chaos, you know, there's that. So you definitely cannot sleep on this team. No, absolutely not. But th- this team, th- this cl- this classification, the 7A, it's like the 2007 college football season. Mm-hmm. We know nothing. Yeah, We know absolutely much. nothing. Pretty so, much. But that's what makes this region so exciting. Really exactly. excited to see what Central can do. Everyone, please be safe there and coming back. Exactly. And, and once again, that's the big reason for a lot of these games getting moved up. It's not just, you know, the potential for the condi- weather conditions. It's that, you know, people having to travel. Right. Exactly. And, you know, especially on the Georgia side of things, when you got teams coming from maybe the Atlanta area or Central Georgia who's expected to get more of the brunt of the storm, right. that's part of the reason why a lot of these games are getting moved up. So uh, let's talk about the Lynette Panthers, Rex. You know, they're going on yeah. the road to Real Town and tough sledding last week. And, uh, you know, they lost a starting quarterback last um, last week against Hanley. Hanley, look, Hanley's a powerhouse, guys. They're undefeated going into this week. Hanley also just showed up why they are so good. Lynette, as we mentioned, it's a young team. Agreed. There are four freshmen starting on that offensive line. You don't know what you don't know. So there's a lot of there's a lot of bumps. It's, it's you know now you know now, but it's similar to what a lot of the newer teams under new regimes are learning. It's except Coach Story, and also that team had to endure a tremendous loss. Uh, you know, with the with school, losing their the, coach and Marcus, I believe his name's Marcus White, and it gone through gone through it. They this this community, I don't know why heartbreak finds them, but they always find a way to bounce back. Coach Story is the right man at the right time to lead this young team. Look, you're going to learn lessons, and you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Real Town's another traditional powerhouse, though, at this level. Another opportunity to learn, to get better. Winning, if you do it, outstanding. And you might be contenders for Athletes of the Week. But it's a tall, it's a tall task. It's a tall task. It's not easy, especially on the road, especially on a short week. Right. Game doesn't and without me. your starting quarterback at this point. It's, it's, look, it's, everyone understands. One thing about this com- these communities that love their football team, they understand it's going to be a, it's going to be a season of transition, and that's what we're witnessing right now. Hanley could be a team that make that makes their way to Jordan here. Would not be surprised. So look, at least you put up a fight, and Hanley shut them out at Murder and Washburn Stadium. That doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't with coach with Coach Story there. But th- this is just a lot of hurdles right here, and Coach Story knew that. He knew that going into this season. I mean, he flat out told us, like, listen, this is going to be a growing year, and we're seeing it now. I'm just really excited to see what these kids are like when they're juniors and when they're seniors. Exactly. Because when you have a be able to, that's the beauty of these small towns mm-hmm. is that you're able to grow these kids up and you're able to see what they turn into it, juniors and seniors. And we've seen what Coach Story can do with he's got a good crop and he feels like he's got a good crop. And that could get not one. With two state titles out of this team, so y'all go ahead and y'all go ahead and get your jokes in now. Exactly. So Lynette might be down now, but not for long. Nah, nah, nah not with it. Not with a story on the sideline. Now let's talk about the Lochapoca Indians, <laughs> who just are world beaters at this point, undefeated still. The poke away. The poke away is alive and well. What was your first thought when Coach Newton said state championship or bust? Be honest. Yeah, I'm like. They know something we don't. That's that's kind of where I was at. Like, our, our, Coach, I understand that you got there last year. I understand we got new uniforms. I understand we got new attitude. Hold up now. Like, get to the playoffs? Dope. Get to the second round of the playoffs. Even better. Great. I don't know, Jack. This team looks like they could make a they're they're making reservations in Jordan Hare right now. I mean, they're making they're making fools out of all of us right now. And you know what? To everybody out there, if you want us to stop talking bad about you, this is exactly how you do it. You win on game day and you make us shut up and talk about you. Mm-hmm. JC Hart leads the way in this conversation, right? Kids going to Auburn, 
Wherever he goes, he's going to be great. There's a kid, Satterwhite, though. Look out for number four. This mm-hmm. kid, is he does everything for that team. And for a school this size, they have to do everything. Yep. What's impressed you the most about this squad? Is I will tell you this, and I went out there to interview him last week. And the biggest thing that hit me is, you know, when they were out at practice, is that they are, is, they are all bought in. Coach Newton doesn't have to run the practice. Wow. Like, Wait, first of all, high, so he doesn't – to have that kind of trust with your team, that's special. That's lightning in a bottle at this at point. At the 1A level. At the 1A level where everyone – look, look, you could have a different mindset. When you're the man in Loach Boca, you could do what do what you want. No, nah, the test is in front of them still. They have a long way to go, but, man, they look good. They look so good, and they're all bought in. It's an all-family thing. Like, the Poco, the Poco way is real. It's for real working, y'all. So Like, it is real. And, you know, what? what I've taken away is that, you know, they know what they're doing. They, they see what they're doing, but at the same time, they're not getting ahead of themselves. And that, that's what's really key. And what I was not good at when I was younger was understanding the, just take care of what you can take care of. Mm-hmm. It, it's that it, it finally clicked a few weeks ago. What coach or a couple last year, what coach smart has always said up in Georgia, be where your feet are. Yep. And where your feet are right now is you're undefeated right now. Mm-hmm. We have another team that has everything to win in front of them. They're going to uh, Calhoun Calhoun. I mean, look, Calhoun's not having the, the exact same season as, as Lo Chipoka, but you also don't want to be well, – who who doesn't want to be the team to, to give a team their first loss in the season, right? Exactly, and we're st- still talking about a Lo Chipoka team that has just – they have everything to play for. And, and now they're looking like, okay, Coach Newton was right. Looks like state championship, very real. And mm-hmm. they're just getting better. They're, they're getting crisper because they looked really good against Lafayette to start off that season. And – Look good against Notasoga too. Look good against Notasoga. Notasoga, another team, a young team yet again. Um, Coach Tank had mentioned, like, look, we're going to be young again, and we're going to just deal with it, and we have to get better and throw you into the fire and grow up. Lojapoka, though, looks like they're our finished product right now, and that's really, really exciting to see for that community. It really is. That team's just – it feels like – And they're fun. Exactly. My gosh. They're fun to watch. They, they light up the scoreboard. They get after you on defense. They look they look pretty complete on every on every side of the ball. Pretty complete because again, once you get to that third round, though, you run into some teams that have been doing it for a while. Exactly. So there's still some tests ahead of them, but I can't wait to see what this team. You know, they're, they're honestly they're making a believer out of them. Hey, let's let's see what happens with the, how far the poke away can go. Right. Absolutely. Now, Rex, we're, let's pivot to our prep zone game of the week, which for now, at the time of this airing. Which is Tuesday afternoon around can change, three, Jack. around four o'clock. So this may change. If so, you could take a hard right just into the ocean, I would love it. Yeah, man, nothing gonna happen. That, Not gonna happen. That is a higher power, Rex. <laughs> so our prep zone game of the week: Opelika at Auburn. So we yet talk, again another top ten matchup. <laughs> we've talked about how crazy this region is, right? And man, oh man, you got number six in the state facing number one at the state. Opelika has already upset a number one team this year. That was exactly the point I was going to bring up. Opelika has been in this position before. They've been that team to ruin somebody's party. They've been that team to ruin someone's season, at least for that point. Opelika is also coming off back-to-back losses. Exactly. So they got upset at Prattville. Theodore looks really legit at their level. They're a class 6A team, I believe. I think they're 7A. They're still 7A? Okay, so they're on the other side of the... Either way. They're in the Mobile Park. Yeah. Either way, Theodore looked great, and they figured out a tremendous amount of success on the ground. And credit to Theodore and the Bobcats because that was outstanding. The problem is with Auburn, they can run, they can pass, they do it with two quarterbacks, and the dangers on defense. So it at this point right now, you took Central to overtime, you have another massive test right now. But and you're doing it at the duck. 
Auburn for right now looks everything like a state championship contender. Seriously. Like mm-hmm. I'm, they, look, whatever when they got the number one ranking against Lee, everyone was like, All right, cool. This is this is great. This is awesome. This is a cool little feather in your cap. But coach Coach Athers mentioned it. This isn't what we want. We have a lot more to play for. You want a blue map? Yeah, you want a blue map, and that would be the first team to bring a blue map back to 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 the plains at that point. I'm really excited. Again, the, the growth and the cooperation between Keith Etheridge and Davis Harson at the quarterback position is outstanding. And they both bring similar tools to the table. Uh, and, you know, maybe one person does one thing better or the other, but you're essentially facing the same guy with the mm-hmm. same skill set. And they're also just so dangerous, accurate. They, they have that dog mentality. But, DV, again, you have guys like D.V. Williams, Ian Nation, who I don't know what catch he can't make at this point. I mean, seriously, he's a highlight reel at this point. And then you go on defense, you know, you have scooping scores, pick sixes, and sacks, sacks galore. So I'm really, really excited. I, they, Auburn may have Alabama's best defense. Uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Now, Roman Gagliano and guys like Tay Gay and all those guys over there, you have a kicker who can make, uh, make big-time kicks in clutch situations, which it might come down to at this point. But... Roman Gagliano and the team, Coach Speakman mentioned it. Like we just we ran the ball a lot. It makes a lot of sense when you have AJ Harris in the back in the backfield. They may do the same thing again, but Roman Gagliano is a guy who I can trust with a lot of pressure now, mm-hmm. and I think that's the, the X factor in this game. Exactly. And honestly, it's a game that man, it, it depending on how the game plays out can just be cause so much turmoil in this region uh, yet again, right? Because if you have, <laughs> if you have Opelika win. You hit now have Auburn, Opelika, Central. With at least one loss in the region. With at least one loss on the, in the region. And I think Prattville still only has one loss in the region. So Where, Smith's is their only loss so far? I think wow. so. Wow. So it, it has the potential of just causing all kinds of chaos in this region. I, it really just kind of upsets me that some of these games will not be the state championship game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Between Central Auburn and Opelika, one of those guys can't go to the final. Can't can't they can't go to Jordan Hare? I mean, it's just the way the regions work. Think of, I'll put it to you this way, Rex: of those three schools, one of those teams is not making it past the Elite Eight. Wild, absolutely wild, because the way things may very well play out. Not saying it will. Any combination of Central Auburn and Opelika could play each other in the Elite Eight. Exactly, and then they meet each other in the Final Four. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, that's outstanding, though. How great is it, though, that to play games like this that actually matter this early in the season? I think that's what every kid wants, honestly. It, I mean, it's you know, I didn't think you could make this region any more crazier, and then they went and put Opelika in. <laughs> Who's like, we played we played these guys anyway, so mm-hmm. here we go. Exactly. So this game's going to be absolutely crazy. This week is going to be absolutely crazy. Really is. So, absol- so um, before we go, as always, uh, Keep in keep, keep in touch with us with all the schedule changes. Uh, Axel, you can go ahead and hit the music. <laughs> uh, but keep in touch with us as Absolutely. the schedules change. We will keep you updated both on air and online. As much as we can, guys. So, but Rex, where can they find this show? Guys, thank you so much again for listening for us. Uh, WRBL.com is where the show airs on our website. Uh, but you also check out the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Wherever you find them, please give us a listen. Give us, give us, you know, give us a five-star rating and give us a follow, guys. We love doing this every week. We've changed it up from our usual on your sidelines format. Jack will also share this as much as we can on social. Where can they find us? And you can find us on social media. You can find us at Jay Patterson TV, at Rex Castillo TV on Twitter, on Facebook. You can find us at WRBL. 
WRBL Jack Patterson, WRBL Rex Castillo. Nailed it. And don't forget those WRBL Sports accounts at WRBL Sports on Twitter, at WRBL News 3 Sports on Facebook. And please be sure to catch us on TV and on those, all those social media outlets. If there are any changes, we will let you know there first. So please stay tuned with that. And we will... I guess we're having a prep zone on Thursday night. We're just going to have a whole lot of football Thursday through Friday, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess there's a prep zone Thursday night. I guess there's a prep zone Friday night. We just know what football games will be played, and I'm excited. Exactly. So, we'll be on your TV some point Thursday and Friday. We'll highlight some scores from around the area. So, be sure to tune in. But until then, that's a wrap for us for this week of the prep zone preview. Take care, guys.